This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. Remember to check us out on AMI-audio. Wherever you are around the world, we appreciate it. Maybe you're using TuneIn Radio, OO Tunes, Radio Player Canada. That's, of course, a tremendous one because so many expats check us out that way. If you want to curate a whole bunch of Canadian content, Radio Player Canada. But I digress. Remember, we are on AMI-audio at 4 p.m. Eastern time and then repeated uh, eight hours later. Uh, no, not quite at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, and then eight hours later, 6 a.m. in the morning. So a few opportunities over on AMI-audio to check us out. And wherever you're listening in around the world, we appreciate your time. Kelly McDonald with Rumya Muthan. We are the hosts of Kelly and Rumya here. I'm at the Home Studio London, Ontario. Rumya is on main campus at the studio in Toronto. Grant Hardy joins us now to talk headlines from his home studio, quote, home studio, unquote, in Vancouver. Hey, I'm Grant Hardy, and welcome to the Headlines segment. I tackle everything from health and lifestyle to accessibility and tech. I have it all right here on Kelly and Ramia. Good day, sir. Nice to have you back on the program. All well? Going okay, folks. Happy Wednesday. Great to be back. How are you guys? Happy so far, Wednesday. good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and thank you, of course, as usual. Grant coming to the rescue and filling up segments when yeah. one thing changes. We can always say, who's going to save us now? So reliable. And in, riding in on his horse is Grant. Thank you, sir. Yeah, there you go. Grant coming to the rescue, except I can't get my own Zoom connection working. <laughs> so who's, who's going to come to my rescue? That's the question. Uh, <laughs> Megan. And then who's going to come to her rescue? It goes on and on and on. John Beeler. We'll send John exactly. Beeler. Oh, okay. He's down the street. Exactly. Are we allowed to do that? Just like poach our contributors for personal problems? <laughs> yeah, we need, to, we need to just go like in a big circle, you know, yeah. like yeah. everybody rescuing somebody else until it's like, wait a minute, like uh, Mary is doing like the cooking segment instead of the tech segment. What? What's going on here? <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Speaking of rescuing, breakups, divorces are always hard, uh, you know, custody battles with kids and uh, finances and on and on and on. But one really interesting one is pets. And it turns out that there's new legislation in British Columbia that, quote, is going to change how pets have traditionally been treated as property. So meaning if, for example, I bring a pet into a relationship, my name is on the adoption papers, yada, 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 traditionally that pet is mine. Uh, now in British Columbia, you will actually have the opportunity to have a court decide on the custody of an animal. In fact, they even hinge, this sounds way too much for me, but apparently people can do shared custody of a pet as well. But if you can't work it out, you can go to court. And there are some factors that courts uh, can use to determine who should have custody of the pet. I'll give you some of them, then we'll ask for your opinion. The circumstances in which the companion animal, quote unquote, was acquired, the extent to which each spouse cared for the companion animal, any history of family violence, the uh, a spouse's 
cruelty or threat of cruelty towards an animal, the relationship that a child has with the animal, that's interesting, the willingness and ability of each spouse to care for the basic needs of the companion animal, and the uh, government said that the changes were inspired by public feedback, especially people using a pet like a pawn. Like I said before, my name is on the paper. I don't care who is attached to this, whatever. Uh, I'm getting a pet. I read this quite a few times, and I'm still not exactly sure where I stand on this. On the one hand, clearly pets are not property in, in the same way that physical property is. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they're loving members of your family. We all have relationships with them. They are, you know, they're not a thing. They're a sentient creature with feelings and thoughts, and we have the same feelings and thoughts and love towards them. On the other hand, I'm not exactly sure how you would even get started proving some of these factors in court, and I'm not 100% sure how I would feel about, for example, bringing a dog into a relationship, having my spouse's, you know, child get attached to the, the pet, and then possibly just having a court make the determination that, you know what, you're losing this member of your family. So I'm really not sure where I stand on this. What do you guys think? So, I mean, we have had discussions around all kinds of um, situations, I guess, regarding pets. And the more, you know, we have the dis discussions, the more obvious it is that these are important enough to bring to the table in these fashions, right? Um, now, whether or not you're a pet owner, it I don't think it mitigates from the fact that, like, in North America, we really do put these uh, conversations, we prioritize them, we have to deal with them in certain ways. It comes to the circumstances where people are fighting about their pets in court, Grant, and even before these laws or legislations are implemented, people do end up in situations where it's rough. Like, it's very tough for the, the humans involved as well as the animals involved. And when you're talking something like a cat or a dog who really... we anthropomorphize as we say often on the show um these animals and they're really part of our families our households our routines our our love and care even our financial investment because that comes up so often now right um and you got insurance for your pets and you got all these things and you you divvy up responsibilities all this stuff and then your family splits you gotta deal with that aspect whether or not it's implemented and weaved into our laws so I, it doesn't surprise me. I'm not sure how it'll be mm, delivered, like how the decision-making will happen, what's going to set the precedence for uh, how things are handled in court when it comes to yeah. pets. That's what I'm not concerned about, but very curious about. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. how do we treat all this stuff equally? I don't think you can, especially because of lifespan. Like, are you going to treat your your case about a hamster the same way you would about your dog or your cat? Eh, questionable. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good point, too, is that for, for whatever reason, and not necessarily because of the intelligence or sentience or any other factor present in the animal or not, but we right. do tend to value certain animals more highly than other animals, sure. which is interesting. I mean, I, you know, Chicken, just ask a vet. As I understand. Right. 
Exactly. Just, like you know, what, what where <laughs> would you spend the money, and where wouldn't you? Sorry, go ahead, Grant. Chicken. No, yeah, like chickens, you know, pigs, etc., are you know can be intelligent in the case of chickens, friendly, sociable animals. But you know, we value dogs more highly. You know, hamsters, as as Rami mentioned. Maybe not the same level of sentience, but your kid might value their hamster more than their dog. Who knows? So, yeah, it's it's interesting in terms of that anthropomorphizing, if I'm saying that correctly, the value placed on the animal, the spending, all these other factors. How would we prove that in court? Kelly, go ahead. So I look at it this way. If Ramya's mother had taken a cat or a dog as opposed to their family hamster. I wonder if this court stuff would have been available back then if she would have spent more time than if it had been a cat or a dog. I could have anyway. taken my mom to court for giving away my hamster, yeah. That's right. That's what I'm saying. Gosh. If this law was in place, what? but if again, to your point, would the sentence be the same as if it was a cat or dog she had removed and given away? Um this is something I've, I, we've talked about a few years ago because we'd heard of this discussion, the problems that happened, and you know I I, I totally and and I'm I'm a non you know full disclosure folks I don't have a pet but to me I have heard so many stories, watched the stress, the upset, and see the relations. It's a no brainer to me. A lot of the things you said there, Grant, uh, of course, make sense. Like che treating the the pet. As that family member, they definitely are. But yet you also think of how the, how the animal feels being taken away from one person or, or another, uh, the child, how they feel. All those are such key points and the contribution that someone makes. Unfortunately, sometimes that balances out where one person, look, if you must get a pet, that's fine. But you do the taking care. You do the walking. You do the change, whatever, um, changing of the litter, whatever it might be. And, and I think that that stuff does have to be respected and protected um, so that someone, especially when people get petty, uh, and when I say petty, oh, it it's a pretty serious really petty bad. when people do yeah. it with children. So what's going to stop them from doing oh, it with, with a pet? Pets. It's the same say, hey, thing. Yeah. Will that hurt you? I'm taking him. Yeah, yeah. You, we hear all kinds of horror stories about stuff like this, honestly. People separating after years of being together, couples, uh, and everybody moving out and just absolutely fighting tooth and nail for, um, you know, who gets to keep the dog or whose dog was it and whose intentions yeah. and who to... And then, like I said, I, I'm serious about the finance part as well because these um, pets are huge investments. Like, we're talking thousands of dollars a year that you're yep. spending or saving or keeping for your pets because of how much it actually takes to to raise your cats and dogs, especially. But also, you know, your fish. You know? yeah. <laughs> like your and, and the love, the love <laughs> that they give back to you unconditionally and that connection yeah, yeah, people have is Emotional nothing to laugh at, and, right? Yeah. And, and a lot of people used to just Dining laugh shit. it off, you know, are you going to get upset if the wife thinks the dog? Oh, oh, oh. And there are a lot of people oh. out there being honest with themselves that say, Damn but straight. the hard part is going to be deciding who the dog wants, right? Like, there's, isn't there, oh, yeah, I, I might right. be wrong, but there, there's a part of that oh, yeah. for children where children can, can sort of make a case for themselves or you can hear That's from right. the children about Or the parent can custody. make the case with the child being yes, there yes, and yes. the relationship, and so for sure. Isn't it? If, you, if you look at all those factors that I just read out, I mean, other than cruelty, abuse, etc. Uh -huh. I don't, there's nothing about what would be best for the animal. Yep. Like, so, has, so is this here, animal... Here, my question to both of yeah, you, 
could could not you see the day where the pet almost makes that decision by the relationship that is viewed? But how do you prove that? Well, you prove it in different ways. You can either have someone from the court in present at the home. You can have different things mm. that could be just like they do with children. Yeah, and children's families. aid and social work. But session. again, yeah. will our society invest in that as they would in children and have people in paid positions to do that? That's down the road, hey, I would imagine. What, what you'd have to do is hide their favorite treat somewhere <laughs> on your person. And then you go to court and you say, all right, come yeah. on. Don't, Come on, don't, Snooky. Don't mess this up. Which of us do you prefer? Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Liver or fish? Like, who knows you like better? That's right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, just go to any I of your favorite uh, sitcoms. There's always an episode on this. Who did the cat choose? Not on my one. It's not true. Really? It's not true. New Girl? Okay, yep. never mind. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah. Right, of course, I'm new. Don't miss an episode. Um, <laughs> um, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't think uh, we've got time to. No, yeah. not quite, Grant. But I, I do think that when we talk of this subject, it is going to be very interesting to see on the level of serious. The courts have opened this up, and I yeah. would assume, I would expect, if you're going to open this up, you're going to look at handling it in a very serious and respectful manner. And um, we're not going to hear so. silliness. So we're not going to spend money on people that are hired to go and check out the the situation in the home unless there's abuse. Yeah. Grant, pal, thank you. Just Thank you. And you know what? You can't coach the pets either. So there you go. Why not? No. Thank you. <laughs> we'll see. Probably, you probably can in some ways, right? Yeah. Wow. Grant Hardy here with headlines. He does this on Mondays and Wednesdays on the program. Folks, uh, we're going to talk to you about that school, going back to school. There's a Taylor Swift course set to begin at Harvard. Corinne Van Dusen has those details and so much more on our entertainment update after this. Stick around and learn something new. Kelly and Ramya return with more in a moment. Join us weekly for The Pulse with host Joita Gupta, who brings us closer to issues impacting the disability community across Canada. Watch The Pulse on YouTube or listen wherever you download your AMI podcasts.